Hi, welcome to the Dear Mark Project podcast. Thank you for listening. Our mission here at Dear Mark is to make social media a more honest and empowering place to be. On this podcast, we discuss a wide range of topics that tackle mental health and social media. Thanks again for tuning in. Hope you enjoy the show. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Dear Mark Project podcast. Today, we are here with Hannah. Hannah, please introduce yourself. Um, hi, I'm Hannah. I'm 25 years old and currently working as an eating disorder recovery coach. Um, I'm not probably as into people as I am dogs, but I like to help people live their best lives and gain food freedom and spontaneity and have fun. That's great. We are so excited to have you here today. And today we're going to be talking about how to feel more confident in our bodies and how to get out of a negative headspace around our bodies. So let's get into the first question. So Hannah, what are your top tips to feel more confident in the bodies that we're in? Yeah, I love that question. I think it's really tricky and not necessarily something people spend a lot of time thinking about. So when they do have a bad day it's automatically a bad body image day and those two seem to go together quite a lot so it's a really tricky thing that I struggled with myself for probably half my lifetime and only really got over well fairly recently I'd say Um, just because I decided I wanted to live I realized that too much of my thoughts were going into what I looked like my appearance and things that don't actually hold as much value to me as other things like my relationships my hobbies and everything else in life so to some extent feeling more confident came down to I guess the usual positive affirmations just changing my mindset through gratefulness mindfulness and all of that also just realizing that my body isn't everything Appearance is not something I judge other people on and I think what's much more important is personality, maybe sense of humor, spontaneity, all the things that, you know, I didn't have because I was focusing so much on my appearance and once I let go of this excessive focus on my appearance, that's when I started to gain my personality back and that's, yeah, that's basically what saved me from myself. Yeah, that's amazing. And I love that you brought up affirmations because I feel like that's a word that's, you know, being tossed around a lot, but it's so powerful. Um, so when someone is trying to create affirmations for themselves, what are your tips? That's a really good question. I think it's important in terms of body image to realize all the things that your body does for you. So not just focusing on your appearance, but realizing that your arms you know, help you embrace people, your feet get you to the places you want to go and and all of that. And also to generate the same positive mind space, the same positive mindset for other things in life as well. So I guess considering your gratefulness and the things that you're happy about or achievements that, you know, you achieved that day or that week that Um, may relate to body image but that may also be other parts of your life that are at least as important absolutely yeah I love that like the the, about practicing gratitude as well I think that is so powerful and that's absolutely amazing 
Um, and so for our second question, how do we stop comparing ourselves to people that we see online? For the longest time, that's exactly what I used to do. Um, and to people, you know, I saw online, but also just people in my life, my friends, my family. And as soon as we start to compare, we'll start to look at things that maybe we're lacking or we're not as good as. And the thing is, we'll always be able to find someone who is better than us in something or prettier than us in some way. There's always going to be someone. So it's basically setting yourself up for failure. Um, what was really important for me was reminding myself of that and reminding myself that everyone is on their own journey. Everyone has their own genetics, their own talents, their own demons, their own goals. So if I wanted to live my best life, I had to focus on my life and not on the lives of all these other people because all that that was doing was bringing me down. So yeah, I decided these are the goals I want to achieve. This is how I'm going to achieve them. And it doesn't matter what anyone else does or thinks. This is what's important to me. So it's my life. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. And I love that you brought up goals too. And that's something that I just kind of realized like in the past couple of weeks is that if you just are focusing on you and focusing on your goals, you get excited about like the little achievements that you're making every single day. And therefore you're just comparing yourself against yourself and it's like you can always get better with something. So that's amazing. When we're in a negative mindset around our bodies, how can we pull ourselves out of this negative mindset? Yeah, so definitely reminding ourselves of those goals. And as you said as well, reminding ourselves where we've come from, how much we've already grown. I also think that sometimes social media can play into it as well. So as we talked about before comparing ourselves online or with other people so trying to well notice when you are doing this or even just trying to stop it altogether so avoiding social media can be really helpful and sort of creating this distance what is well a must-have for me for example is spending time in nature with or without a podcast just little self-care practices that yeah bring me back to me that make me calm and that way whilst I can't control my thoughts I can acknowledge they're there without acting on them or without them turning into an absolutely crazy and horrendous cycle where it becomes much more difficult to get out mm -hmm. yeah and I like that you brought up possibly having avoiding social media as a strategy for self-care. So I feel like when, you know, we get in the slumps of having social media and that we're constantly scrolling, that we often miss the mark of when it would be a perfect time to get off of social media. And we're at the point where, you know, it's it just, it's too bad at this point. So how can we understand our um, behavior and our emotions to get us to a point where we don't fall down that rabbit hole. Mm, yeah, I think something like social media is sort of part of day-to-day -day life for a lot of people. So an important thing with that and in life in general, I think, is to have good routines around it, follow people that, you know, bring you up rather than drag you down and have certain limits on it so that you're not spending all of your life online rather than actually meeting people um, but also 
just being mindful. So regardless of whether or not you're feeling good about yourself, about life right now, having those self-care routines and practices that allow you to be mindful, that allow you to reflect, because that's how you're going to start to notice your thoughts a whole lot more. And once you notice your thoughts a whole lot more, that opens all of these opportunities to understand them a whole lot more. So as I said, whilst you can't necessarily control your thoughts, you'll become more aware of them and you'll become more aware of how you can deal with them effectively. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And what's something, because I'm really curious, what's something that we can practice like every day that would help us with mindfulness? Um, there's different things that are going to work for different people. So for the longest amount of time, I tried to focus on meditation, which is really, really hard. And I fell out of the practice of doing that. So it's something that I do definitely want to get back to, but going back to it is really, really hard. Um, but yeah, even things like just being out in nature, um, having a bath or a shower, yoga, um, other forms of exercise can be quite helpful for some people as well. But just doing things just for you, not always burying yourself in distractions or work or social media, but actually being well, taking the time to be mindful and being mindful in the things that we're already doing, whether that just be cooking or cleaning the house, just, yeah, being aware. Yeah, cooking can be so therapeutic. It's when you find like a good recipe and you're able to make it and it, it's a great creative process. Um, and I, I always like to um, ask the mental health professionals, um, from your perspective, how can having a tag on filtered image, like we're trying to do with the dear Mark, um, having that hashtag filtered image, how does that support mental health? I absolutely love that idea because people are so prone to comparing themselves. And I mean, even with that hashtag, people will still be comparing themselves. But there'll be that little reminder that, hey, you are comparing yourself to something that isn't real or someone who's been very much photoshopped or yeah just just a reminder that it's not real life so whilst people will probably still be comparing themselves they'll they'll have that awareness and I think that will definitely help quite quite a lot mm -hmm. absolutely okay and to close us out what is your um, top tip around a healthy social media use I think um, healthy social media use will probably be a little bit different for everyone. But there are definitely some similarities that I see in people who have a healthy relationship with it. That being using social media to connect rather than to disconnect. Following people who help build you up rather than bring you down. But also having limits on it, not spending all of your waking time on it um, for example turning social media sites off at a certain time every evening having a day or several days every week where you don't check your social media whilst you're waiting for the toaster or the kettle not automatically reverting to checking your social media but actually being mindful just little changes such as that can make a massive difference mm -hmm. I love that. Well, thank you so, so much, Hannah, for being on this podcast today. Um, please tell the viewers how they can find you, um, anything you have going on in your life. 
Um, so yeah, you can find me on Instagram. I'm quite active there um, at hannah.arts or on YouTube. I've got my own YouTube channel, also Hannah Arts, Hannah being H-A-N-N-E, a bit of an unusual Belgian spelling. Um, yeah, at the moment I am trying to dedicate all of my time to eating disorder recovery coaching, I'm building a program to help with that as well. So definitely putting all of my eggs in one basket at the moment because I really love this work and I love helping people in this way and that's what I want to do with my life. So yeah. And it's such important work. So I am so grateful that you are excited about that and you're doing that for everyone. Um, so thank you. And thank you so much for being on this podcast. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening. To learn more about how to make social media a more honest and empowering place to be, follow us on Instagram at the Dear Mark Project and visit our website, dearmark.co. Stay tuned every week for a new episode. Thanks again for tuning in.